Your mother always told you to eat your vegetables. Well, Nathan is telling you to trade, earn, save, and perhaps even launch your own token on BitMart. Stefan just keeps growing, the Bank of Russia opposes private stablecoins, and Three Arrows Capital continues its decline with some drama. Hey everybody, it's Nathan from BitMart here with your July 12th edition of the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch. That is news you can use so that you don't get the blues in this so-called crypto winter. There's always something happening, isn't there? We've got some interesting headlines today, so let's dig right in. Steppen is on the move. Steppen, a Solana-based game platform, reported $122.5 million in quarter two profits even as crypto market conditions have continued to decline in the past few months, the team said in a post today. The Move to Earn project brought $26 million in in quarter one, as previously reported. Move to Earn, similar to Play to Earn, is a model whereby users are rewarded in cryptocurrency for their step count on the Stepin application. Stepin said that it would leverage 5% of the profits to initiate a buyback and a burn program for its native GMT tokens. It added that the buyback and burn process may take a few weeks to complete in order to avoid causing sudden price volatility. Quote, in addition to the buyback and burn program, Stepin will allocate capital reserves to improve upon existing features and build out the team, developers recently said. Stepin said that the team had identified several areas where the company will deploy its earned capital in order to improve gameplay. These included security enhancements, anti-cheating mechanisms to prevent bots from earning GMT, building the developer and core team, and seeking out partnerships and or sponsorship opportunities. GMT prices rose nominally following the earnings release. The token traded $0.85 at the time of this podcast, which is still down 71% from April's all-time high of $4.11. The Bank of Russia says no to private stablecoins. In a fresh episode of the long-standing battle between the Central Bank of Russia and the country's Ministry of Finance, representatives of the former have criticized the latter's idea of supporting stablecoins, which some private investors have sought to launch in the country. According to local media, an unnamed representative of the central bank dismissed talks of Russia-based stablecoins, started last week by the Ministry of Finance's Director of Financial Policy Department, Ivan Cheveskov. Back then, Cheveskog voiced his ministry support for creating stablecoins tied to assets such as the ruble, gold, oil, or grain. He called it the right path for developing new technology and urged private companies to try this kind of financial tool if they found it necessary. The CBR speaker said that private stablecoins are characterized by higher risks because the pool of underlying assets doesn't belong to the issuer. They also stated that there is no guarantee of redemption on par by the user and that the price of a stablecoin isn't really stable. In line with the traditional CBR message, the bank's rep noted that the ruble remains the only legal payment method in the country and stated their belief in the digital ruble combining all the advantages of digital payments and the reliability of a national currency. As local industry experts sometimes emphasize, the Central Bank Digital Currency Project lies at the heart of the CBR suspicion of all private cryptocurrencies. 
However, on June 29th, the head of the CBR's Department of Financial Technologies, Kirill Pronin, acknowledged the possibility of crypto mining legalization under certain conditions, namely the export of all the mined assets to foreign exchanges. The Ministry of Finance Ivan Chebiskov didn't miss a chance to disagree, noting that the current geopolitical challenges for Russian miners who want to sell their crypto abroad is many. Three Arrows Capital continues its decline and adds in some drama. Three Arrows Capital, also known as 3AC, co-founder Suzu broke a month-long silence today, taking to Twitter to post screenshots of a recent email from Advocatus Legal LLP, the law firm acting on behalf of 3AC, sent to legal representatives of the Singapore-based firm's liquidators. One of the letters that has been made public accuses Russell Crumpler and Christopher Farmer, who were appointed by a British Virgin Islands court to serve as 3AC's liquidators, of baiting both Sue and Kyle Davies, the fund's other co-founder. 3AC filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy protection in June after the collapse of Voyager, which had unpaid loans to 3AC totaling $646 million. In a July 8th filing with the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in New York Southern District, Russell Crumpler and Christopher Farmer reported that the 3AC founders have not yet begun to cooperate with the proceeding in any meaningful manner. The filing also alleged the whereabouts of both Zoo and Davies were unknown and that there was a heightened risk that Sue and Davies could attempt to transfer the firm's assets to outside accounts. In its letter, Advocatus Legal LLP, however, asked the liquidators whether the court filings mentioned the threats of physical violence that the 3AC founders and their families were receiving. 3AC's legal counsel also noted that their clients have been working under a lot of time pressure as they fielded queries from the Monetary Authority of Singapore. The letter further acknowledged that Sue and Davies will not be proceeding with the call this evening, referring to a discussion between 3AC and its liquidators slated for today. The firm's legal counsel added, depending on your response, we will let you know when our clients can reasonably be expected to speak. The second email Sue shared today is also notable because it accuses the liquidators of failing to exercise an agreed Starkware token purchase offer, which has caused 3AC to lose substantial value. It's also worth mentioning that 3AC participated in Starkware's $75 million Series B funding round in March 2021. Israel-based Starkware is working on an Ethereum Layer 2 scaling project called StarkNet. However, unlike many competitors in the space, the project has yet to launch its own token. If you love the Daily Crypto Watch, definitely check out NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan for everything NFT-related available wherever you get audio content. It truly is a non-fungible experience that your ears will never forget. BitMart is expanding internationally, and we'd love it if you followed the BitMart UK and BitMart Russia Twitter accounts to show how Twitter is taking over the globe, especially if you're from those places. The BitMart NFT marketplace is live and ready for trading. Check out our exclusive collection of premium NFTs from your favorite exchange. Don't have a crypto account and want to trade the headlines or get some of those cool NFTs that I was just talking about? Sign up for a BitMart account today and start your trading journey now. In fact, we've even got a welcome bonus going on for all new users where you can win up to $3,000 just by registering, depositing, and trading your favorite crypto. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates on everything BitMart. I've been Nathan, you've been wonderful, and I hope that these headlines have enabled you to make better decisions in crypto. Crypto.